No, don't hit that. <laughs> Would you say that? <laughs> we just sat there for five minutes waiting for it to stop, and then you hit it again. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the RC Plane Lab podcast. That is all in there now. You chiding Perfect. me is the beginning of episode number one of 2023. Hello, everyone. One. I'm Ron. I'm Tom. And I'm Dave. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. I started my New Year off by getting yelled at by Tommy for pushing the button. He is about I'm to not going to apologize <laughs> if that's what you're waiting on. I was, but that's okay. Um, how's everybody doing? Wonderful. Great. Good. You guys are so exciting. <laughs> so, I wanted to start off by saying one quick thing about the Electro Streak. Um, so, we... You know, we, we talked about how it might not be easy to build if you don't have the, the the adjusto jig because of the wings. So I have added a clean set of rib drawings and standoffs to the website. So that's actually on a PDF file on the website. If you go to the Electro Streak, you can download that, print it off on your own printer at 100%, and it will be Perfect. true to size. Yep. And then it has the standoffs on it to where you can cut them out yourself and build it on a flat it's On a flat table. building board. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Good deal. Makes life much easier. No yeah kidding and so, it's not a terribly difficult airplane to build anyway so other than the wing no other than the wing well so i'm told i haven't started mine at all well i haven't either i know you're a step ahead of mine i haven't even cut mine yet yeah i at least have the parts you cut for me yeah everyone else's <laughs> is cut and shipped and they should have them by now but i haven't done mine yet that's how it always dave works, will probably be ready to fly his like <laughs> next week mine is ready for covering <laughs> i'm oh, still gosh. baffling over what i'm going to cover it in so mm-hmm. yeah racking your brain huh yeah still going to go military uh, I got some aluminum left over. Your favorite color. <laughs> I mean, it looks great on the so ground. So hard to see in the air for me. But Dave has no problem at all. I don't know. Well, he does because, like every other airplane he produces, is aluminum. Yeah, aluminum or gray or gray. Yeah, it's the same family. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, so did you guys see E flights coming out with a new Mustang? Speaking of aluminum, <laughs> yeah, looks good. Another Mustang. One point two meter. Yeah, I'm with Dave though. I wish it was. Uh, I wish it was a little bigger. Yeah, I know that one point two size is really convenient. It fits in your vehicle well. It's easy to store. But man, I would like it just a little bit bigger. I like the fact that it doesn't take huge, huge batteries. I think it flies on a three S or a four S twenty two hundred. So pretty common. Yeah, That's a pretty common. And battery. that I can appreciate. You don't have to have a five thousand milliamp hour four S or six S battery to fly it. Yeah. So that's kind of nice. Check it out. Horizonhobby.com slash eFlight. Well, I don't know. It, the email came from Horizon. So. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah, anyway, it's, it's a pretty cool looking airplane. It's a Mustang. Everybody seems to have Mustangs. For some reason, I'm not a big fan of Mustangs. Like, I, it just, they don't do it for me. Mm. I like them. Yeah. I only have the small one, but I have one. I have one, too. I don't even have one. Oh. No Mustangs. Maybe you should change that. Maybe I need to. It does look nice. Yeah. Maybe that could be on your to-do list for 2023. I'll have to repaint it. Well, of course. Because I can't leave anything alone. No, of course not. This one, by the way, that they're coming out with is done in the Cripes a Mighty third scheme. means nothing to me, except I can see the picture, so I know what they're talking about. (laughs) Um, Anyway. It's sharp. I like it. I like the blue and silver. Yeah. Looks good. It's been a busy week. It's been beautiful. Yeah. And everybody flown? No. No. I have. Of course you have. I've gone through two new planes. Not gone through. 
Oh, I was going to say, wait a minute. Through. I have on my list. You I have, have flown added two new two. planes oh, to my okay. my list that I have flown this year. Nice. So I'm up to three. Nice. Uh, the small the UMX Ultrix. Got okay. a bunch of flights on that because it's so easy to go outside. It's been so nice this week. Yeah. Until now. Yeah. Now it's cold and windy. Right. And the wind yeah. is going to stay. Of course, because I'm you know I'm off tomorrow and this weekend. Are you? I have a four Good day for weekend. You. It's going to be windy all four days. It actually is. Yeah. Yeah. Saturday. Is supposed to be okay, like 5 to 10, but Saturday is when we're going to be out of town. Yeah, we're going up to Brian's. Which is a good thing, except for the weather. Would have yeah. been nice to fly. And we're going later this time. We need to talk about that still, by the way, see who's all going. Um, but no, it'll be fun. So I got that one flown, um, and I also did the UMX Profile Yak. I got several flights on that one. All here at the house? Yeah. All of those? Yeah. Well, by the time I get home... It's 4.30, mm-hmm. and I have to run to outside yeah. because it's dark by 5.10 or so. Yeah. So I just, Piper, take care of yourself in here. <laughs> and Entertain I'm going to go outside and, and play by myself for a while. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's been my week. I actually got to go out and do some stuff around here, which was kind of nice. Yeah, good deal. Yeah. Starting I wish I could say the, the same. That UMX stuff. I know. It really is. Starting off the yeah. year, right? The batteries are easy to charge. They all charge on that one cell charger thing that I have for them. Yep. And, and they so, all fly so well. Which is weird. They, I still don't understand it. Although, you know what? I'm I'm going to tell on myself. So the UMX Ultrix. I was flying that. I was practicing flying upside down. The big and, one or the little one? The UMX, the small one. Oh, the small one, okay. Yeah, that, yeah, the other one's called the 600 millimeter. Okay. But anyway, so I was outside flying, practicing flying upside down, and I was coming at myself because I didn't want to walk all the way out to the field, so I was standing up by the truck. Um, not going where you think it's going. Oh. It has nothing to do with the truck. But anyway, so True. I would come and then come right at myself and then pull up and fly away from me right side up. Which would be a push out. Push out, Yeah. So, completely forgot I was upside down one time. (laughs) So, I was coming in nice and slow, and then I would give it full throttle to pull out, or whatever you want to say, to go higher in the air. Forgot, pulled down on the sticks, and it went straight, nosedived right into the ground. It bounced probably three feet in the air, (laughs) and I was just like, this, wow, you know, I can't believe I did that. So, I went out, and it was 15 feet away from me when I did it. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Like nothing. Not even a crinkle. nothing. Yeah, no crinkle. Yeah. No, like the the front of it that's painted black, mm-hmm. you know, where you can kind of see the the uh, expanded foam beads, yeah. you know, where they meet. Yeah, the outlines. There's a yeah. little bit of white on those. Other than that, nothing at all. That's I awesome. literally just took it and I was like, oh, okay, threw it back in the air and took off and went. Time for a Sharpie. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. It that, probably, kind of probably hit sometime. perfect. Like, because if it had been at an angle or whatever, you would yeah. torn off a motor or a prop at least or something. No angle. It was just that, that big is, crash zone. That is hilarious. The crinkle zone that just, <laughs> and it was, it's wet outside. So, you know, the ground isn't hard and it was right onto dirt and grass. That's and awesome. It bounced and like I said, threw it back in the air. So they are very. Durable. Very durable. Apparently. Yeah. yeah. Didn't want to find out, but now that I know, I'm not as scared about yeah. it. So with that, I mean. Can you count that as a crash? I mean, oh, I don't. If it doesn't do any damage and you fly it right away, you pick it up, dust it off, and yeah, that's not that's not really a crash. It's just a really ugly landing, right? (laughs) Unintentional, (laughs) but (laughs) so that's what I would call it. I wasn't gonna on my spreadsheet. That's what I would call it. Oh, would you actually? I wasn't gonna. No, I would just say ugly landing. 
or I wouldn't even count it. I don't even or, count it because you just yeah. continued the flight by picking it up and tossing it again. I just consider that a single battery as I continued to fly. Because I don't count touch and goes, and that's what I did. It touched and well, bowed. That's true. It kind of touched and stayed. But. <laughs> Slammed. No, it didn't stay. It bounced. That's the best part. I wish. Well, I, what if you'd have had like the wherewithal to give it the throttle when it had bounced and take it off again? Now that would have been something. That would have been. Huh? I didn't have that wherewithal. I was too busy clenching. <laughs> and now, I've done touch and goes with the uh, wonder. That's always a f- fun thing to do. So do the wonder do just... does not have any gear. That is correct. Right. Yeah. yeah. And a glow motor. Sick wonder, yeah. So I'm assuming that was just touching the the not even really a tail on it. No, it uh, you, the the nose is kind of curved up just enough. I mean, the prop does hang down. You can't hit the whole fuselage, but you can definitely drag the middle of the fuselage back. Really? As a touch was it, go. Was that intentional? Yeah, I've done it multiple times. Oh, hmm. I've got to see this. I, yeah, I didn't see it. I didn't mm-hmm. see him do it. Oh, was, by the way, we have a couple of wonders we should build, huh? Add it to the list. <laughs> We got a lot of stuff to do. Uh, yeah. But that's okay. I like having projects. So Me what too. Else, what else do we want to talk about? January 1st? Should we talk about our flying January yeah. 1st? Broke the new year in right. We actually went out flying. It was a beautiful day. It was a day. gorgeous day we for January We were there January all day. 1st. Yeah, we were there all day. It was awesome. And now I have to say, like, I, I kind of I remember the last episode we had where Dave was talking about getting a new airplane. Since he was going to be building the electro streak, he was going to have to take one out of his hand or his hanger. If I remember right, he said something about I'd have to dumb thumb ones in. Let me hold on. Let me let me. It's like <laughs> it's just it's right there. Let me. Can I remember? Hold on. How was? How was? I guess I have to. I'll just have to dumb thumbs one into the ground. New Year's Day. <laughs> so Dave, very you, prophetic. Dave, are you psychic? <laughs> I have bad. New Year's Day. Usually, <laughs> I, I I have to know what what happened. Tell us the whole story. It wasn't your plane, so it's like you got it halfway right. You you said something about crashing an airplane. We're down a plane in the family, but it's not mine. <laughs> it's my brother's new plane. Poor Daniel. I feel I, so I, bad I do too, for actually. him. I really do. Very first flight, uh, we were finally able to get the engine running and everything was going good. Uh, you know, I'm always really cautious on our maiden flight, mm-hmm. like especially a plane I don't know. And uh, so this one really bugs me because I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, we took off. Uh, I knew it was going to need some up trim because we knew it was nose heavy. But not knowing this plane very well, uh, we went ahead and flew it nose heavy on purpose just because, you know. We yeah, didn't. better to be nose heavy than tail heavy. So I expected to have to add some up trim to it, which it needed. Yep. So I put in some up trim, and it needed a, let's see, I think it was rolling to the left, so I had to put in some right aileron trim. Nothing major. Uh, normal first flight yeah. trims. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this was a used airplane. Like, we'll, we'll get it out there. This isn't one that was just built or anything like that. Yeah. This was a used airplane, new to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had a weird-shaped wing. It, it had the diamond-shaped wing in it. Uh, which we've discussed before. Yeah. Uh, which that didn't bother me. Everything seemed to be f- fine with that. I've flown oddball-shaped wings before. I've actually even had one with somewhat of a diamond wing before, and it was fine. Now, now, when you're talking about diamond shape, you're talking about the airfoil shape. The airfoil is a diamond shape. It wasn't a diamond-shaped shaped wing. Right. It right. was a, a, the, airfoil the airfoil thickness. Yeah. Yeah. So it was more straight lines that went up and then tapered back as opposed to a nice right. curve. Yeah, it wasn't a nice same. curve wing, but it was it was fine. I've I've flown this type of wing before. Um, 
So we got a majority of the trims in it. Everything was good. I was starting to make a right-hand turn away from the field, which you would do on the first flight. You never want to turn back. Um, and as I'm making this turn, I realize I am now running out of elevator. I have full-up elevator in it, and it's still descending. Um, I had to wear to all the switch to high rates, so I bumped up the elevator to a high rate, and that didn't seem to affect anything. Uh, so went ahead and left that there. Uh, and I've had airplanes before where the speed has overpowered the control uh, rods, bent them or whatever. Yeah, uh, so I pulled back the throttle mm -hmm. uh, to slow the airplane down, thinking I was over overspeeding the elevator servo. Yeah. Uh, that made no difference at all. In fact, it made it worse. Uh, so I was losing that airspeed that was helping control it up. Yeah. Um, and at that point, I was basically along for the ride. Uh, it was probably, what, 300 yards out? Yeah. It was out there. Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> In a muddy field. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it ended up uh, going down. And at that point, it was probably back to close to full throttle because I was trying to build up some speed because that did help keep the nose up a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm not sure what exactly transpired to give it uh, the nose down that it was picking up on. Yeah. When it, when it impacted the ground, it hit the nose and the right wing tip. Yeah. yeah, together because I was making a right-hand turn, which mm -hmm. which instantly turned it into balsa shrapnel when it impacted. There was the amazingly small pieces. There were, yeah, it was <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yes, there. And were. then, so when we got it back to the to the flight line, you know, the, obviously the battery was disconnected. We hooked up the battery and turned the radio, and everything worked. I had full fine. control of the airplane. I just could yeah. not keep the nose up. And the and the control rods, the the push rods themselves were very solid. Carbon fiber. Yeah, they're very, and there was nothing broken, nothing loose. One end of the elevator push rod, push rod was bent, probably from the impact, I would think. It was a major impact. I was surprised if it wasn't bent. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, it's... it's a Complete uh, mystery as to what happened. Yeah. And I hate those. No, I do yeah. too. If something breaks, I can accept that. That's fine. If I do something stupid, I can accept that. Right. This not knowing. Yeah, it's Yeah, terrible. if you can learn from it, that's... I don't want to say wonderful, but you had, you had, it's not that you didn't have control. I mean, there was a link between the transmitter and the receiver. Yes, I had. Because you were able to manip manipulate, excuse me, the throttle. And I mean, it. Yeah, well, he responded. had ailerons. He had all yeah, the. It yeah, it responded to control. you. Yeah. So it's just, that's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. And I felt really, really bad because this is, I bought this for him to replace the <laughs> one that the wing snapped on. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, <clears throat> and we, of course, uh, we, the crankshaft on this engine. Oh, no. And I wasn't sure about I was, that. Was, yeah. And it destroyed the brand new aluminum spinner I just gave him. Mm. It was beyond even thinking about trying to straighten it out. Um, How bad is the crank bent? It's, um, it's not awful. It can be straightened. We've been trying to find a replacement crank for a Zenoa G38, and it's just not happening at this point. Dang it. So I need, to, I need to find a machine shop that we can see if we can get this thing straight. I don't personally have the equipment to straighten yeah. a if I shaft. still in my old job, I could have probably helped you out, but I don't have that job anymore. But there's, I'm, you know, I bet one of the local places could probably, could probably yeah. do it. Well, That's we, unfortunate. We know somebody owns a machine shop 100 miles from here north. That's true. We do. Or we'll be in this weekend. Two days from now. Yeah. So maybe we can talk Brian into... I bet you can. You want poking at it? You want to take it with us? I would. Yeah, I would. If, nothing else. If I mean, you can, have he can tell us no. Yeah. yeah, and then we don't get anything done on it. But, but other than that, 
Well, go on. Well, yeah. So that was my only incident for the day. <laughs> yeah, there was oh, a couple more. I was, I was just about to say, but other than that, it was very successful. I don't think we've talked about the other airplane's first incidents on the podcast, have we? I believe we have. I thought we? so. I can't. Okay. But just in case, let's do a quick. Yeah, let's do a quick one over. All right. So the uh, Messerschmitt 163 rocket plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we talked about it that we had an incident with a rocket motor exploding mm-hmm. uh, inside the fuselage. In, yeah. When you lit it, it exploded. And I did not get to see that. No, you didn't. And I didn't record it like a fool. I Like a fool, I didn't record it. That's what I meant. But it was quite <laughs> impressive. It was. I did manage. Well, go ahead. Um, we'll get and it. that did some minor damage to the airplane, but it was all put back together very quickly, easily. Yeah. Uh, the biggest problem I had was the retainer for the rocket engine no longer retained the engine. The re- engine could slide right through the fuselage. So that's obviously a bad thing. Yeah. Um, so being the idiot that I am, I decided to just take a carbon rod and poke it through the fuselage and make a stop to keep the rocket motor from coming forward. Apparently the rocket motor hits a little harder than I think. Um, we thought possibly this one exploded as well, Yeah. but I don't think going back and looking at it, I don't think it exploded like the first one did. Uh, I'm pretty sure this one, when it went off, uh, it pushed the stop out of the way yeah. and allow the rocket engine to actually yeah, fly. because there's a hole in the fuselage where the rod used to be. It elongated the, the <laughs> slot. Yeah. And I found the rod. The rod was jammed up inside the oh, was nose it? of the fuselage. Okay. Um, but it did a substantial amount of damage this time. Yeah. Um, a lot of heat damage to the fuselage, so much so that maybe we'll have an episode on how to repair foam. Hey, there we go. Oh, that's a good idea. I like that, yeah. Um. And it's not bad, and it was actually flyable. I did fly it twice more that day after the second rocket incident, but we have it on camera this time. Yeah, we yeah. do. I'll, it's not mine's not very good quality, but you can just see it, and it is impressive. I'll try to figure out how to upload it to Facebook. Oh, that's on good our idea. on our page. Yeah. So yeah, we just I destroyed one aircraft completely and damaged another one. But that's my typical January first. <laughs> now I got it out of the way. We're good to go. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Hopefully that's it for the year. Yeah, and That'd I had a bad awesome. battery situation with these Tundra, so just yeah. a sh- just a short flight, and we just yeah. tossed the battery. That battery has been around for many years, so oh, it was it. Yeah, okay. I was wondering when it was going to kick the bucket, and apparently New Year's Day was that was it. it. Yeah, yeah, but no harm, no foul, right? No harm, yeah, no foul. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I took off the typical five five inch yeah. takeoff roll, <laughs> and I realized all of a sudden I don't have the ponies I normally have, so we just pushed the nose over and landed landed yep good call i had a great new year's day i only took one airplane mm-hmm. uh the dave patrick ultimate with the sato 150 oh actually i should I rephrase that i took two airplanes and forgot the batteries for the other airplane that i brought so it sat in the car <laughs> what was the other one the remember. ultrix the oh. umx ultrix yeah that's right you charged them at, I, at your house, my house yeah, right yeah four and then forgot. and then forgot them at home so but anyway yeah four uh four great flights i love that airplane uh it flies really good with the 150 so i'm pretty happy with that combo yeah, yeah. and so i brought the air you? tractor yeah. i had fun with that one got a few flights on that that is so I kind of have overdone it with the battery that's in it. I think you're supposed to fly it on a 3300 3 or 4S. Mm-hmm. Um, and oddly enough, with a 4S 5200, <laughs> you can actually get it to balance perfectly where it's supposed to balance. Um, it flies so good with that battery. A little extra weight, I think, yeah. helps those. You seem to have a thing for more battery. <laughs> 15,000 milliamps. 15,000 okay, milliamps. Not, no, we're not... No, that's you really think that's overkill. That's a lot of milliamps. 
I think. It's a lot of capacity. Okay, so I wasn't planning on talking about this, but you brought it up, so I'm going <laughs> well, to say something. Okay, well, go ahead. Well, I'll get back to the air tractor. Okay. So I have started working on the, air, what is that, Aerotech? It's a Cardignac. Oh, that one, but that's not why I bought oh. those. Like, So my goal is to have, for the big planes, have one set of batteries that I can take in and out of each airplane and not have to worry about, you know, is this charge, is that charge, where's the battery that goes in this one? I, I know a lot of people use the lithium-ion and, and the Framco and all those kind of batteries. I never have, so I don't know how any of that works. I bought that 20-channel power-safe receiver that was supposed to go in my big yak whenever I get around to doing that. Mm -hmm. And, well, I decided I might as well, since I have it just sitting here, use that in the 12-foot Telemaster. So I have started to get that one put together and going. Um, And you think the batteries I bought to power that are too big. It's a lot of battery. So I bought... For the servo side of things, or the radio side of things, because it's a dual uh, yes, dual battery dual setup. Input, yeah, it, they're two cell, five thousand milliamp hour. Uh, <laughs> the looks times three. Well, well no, 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 not on the telemaster. Uh, well, not on the radio side of things. Two cell, five thousand oh, milliamp hour battery. Okay, so yeah, two batteries so that 10, run the radio 000, side. Ten thousand milliamp to yeah. run. When you say it like ho- that, hold on to run one two. Three, four, five, six, potentially seven servos. Well, they're they're, they're high voltage servos. digital high voltage, but they're they're like it's a twelve foot telemaster. I know, and I it's I think I'm, I guess I don't know how simple I can do that airplane because I'm used to the the big yak with everything being overkill on control surfaces, on power systems, on all that kind of stuff. Yeah, like I understand the power system is overkill on this with the high voltage servos and. 20 channels of which I'm using six. Like, I get that. Um, but I guess I just thought that they're bigger airplanes so I can have a little bit of extra battery riding along in them and not have to worry about charging oh, them yeah, once you, a day. Oh, yeah, you can. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Charge it this week and wait a year and <laughs> charge it next year. Yeah. Maybe. So, yes, that one will be flying along with the Cardignac uh, with two two-cell 5,000 milliamp hour batteries, hour on batteries radio. on the radio, mm-hmm. and then 10, one milliamps. 2S... 5,000 for 5, the ignition. And then a 5,000 milliamp battery for the ignition. Mm-hmm. Just the looks I'm getting, like... Well, it's just a lot of battery. It's a lot of, like, those aren't cheap batteries, right? Because you, you bought no, the, spec, the Spectrum the Smart Batteries. G2. So that you can use your smart charger, which uh-huh. totally makes sense. Yeah. But that's a lot of battery. I don't think the battery in my truck's that big. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see how it goes. If I have to redo it, then so you have a thing for for so, more battery than necessary. So let's get back to the air tractor. So with the air tractor, I can get like thirteen or fourteen minute flights, depending on how actually I go off of that. That's really on cool, one battery, actually. And I absolutely love it looks not great. having a, a six you minute could, flight. You, it's a it runs off four cell. Mm-hmm. So will two of these five thousands in a wire? Never thought that, of that. Would that. That would work fine. I just got a new battery for that. There you go. Because that's going to be about right? the same. Oh, well, you only got three of them. I only got three. So ah. cool. There you go. See, so you're that's welcome. The, you're yeah. Thank you. Okay, I'll give them that. I can. Yeah. Now I just got to see if it fits because those oh, two hard they case. should. Yeah, yeah, they are hard uh, case. So they but they should fit in there still. I think I'll have to try yeah. that. Yeah. But anyway, yes, cool. I like to overpower for longer run. But this air tractor seems to get. It seems the more you fly it, it seems the better it gets. I'm getting more and more used to it, I think. Yeah. And with the little bit of extra weight, 
I do think it flies better than with the lighter batteries I had. Yeah. And you were it's doing some fun. things with it that were like atypical of Ron flying airplanes. Like what? Well, you just, you were obviously comfortable with it and you were doing like the whole vertical takeoff thing and like, right. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty cool. With that battery, it still has complete unlimited vertical. Which, which is pretty awesome. It's funny to see an air tractor do that. Yeah. But I will say, I think the flaps, completely useless. Yeah, the, you landed much better without the flaps. Yeah. yeah. I played. You let me fly, and I played with them a little bit, too, and I, I tend to agree. They they look cool. They look cool, and they're fun to play with, but they don't really seem to... Maybe for a takeoff, so it... You, you still know, need to have a little trim. Five You know, feet flap feet. trim or whatever, but... Yeah. Um, maybe on a windy day, they'd be more fun, but that day didn't make a didn't lot of need them it really didn't slow it down anymore mm-hmm. and i felt like i had more control with a little bit more airspeed yeah for landing yeah and that plane doesn't have to completely slow down to a stop before you mm-hmm. land it anyway no i mean it still has yeah a lot of control so, but it's a it's a fun airplane yeah. i did like the second battery i flew on it was almost completely just touch and goes like just sitting on the on the stand and just take yeah. off one circuit land take off i love doing that mm-hmm. like i, I could too. spend all day really <laughs> doing that yeah that's what i do with the tundra just touch and go touch and go touch and go i know right something else i just thought of that i wanted to bring up that is not what we had talked about talking about before when you were talking about me overdoing my batteries <laughs> on the um on the telemaster what size like honestly what size would be a good size fuel tank because i need to get one at brian's this weekend well i mean if we're going to stick with the theme you may as well put a 48 ounce tank in it <laughs> I, say, okay, I, so. I got a, i got a milk jug that's not empty go. perfect yeah we'll just <laughs> shove that in the nose if you're saying 48 ounce is way too big the one i was looking at because there's plenty of room i think that's what's throwing me off in there i was looking at 128 ounce i'm thinking 20 to 32 ounce but would be plenty yeah. but Yep, 128 okay. ounces. Well, it's a gallon. It's a gallon. That's okay. I'm not going to do that then. Maybe, <laughs> like, how long? Because I'm I'm wanting to get a, a hopefully something in the 50 ish cc for that motor, mm-hmm. uh, size motor for that airplane this weekend at Brian's. Yeah. Um, maybe a DLE. I don't know. It depends what he has in stock and what I get a deal on. Honestly. Yes. Because I want to try and be cheap, but that's not going to happen. I'm sure. How long of a flight would you expect to get? On how big a tank? Just like if you, 32 ounce. 32 ounce tank, 55 cc, roughly. So that airplane behind you, the old Cardignac with that with that DA-50 on it, uh, that would go 20 minutes on whatever size tank that is. Oh, okay. Yeah, easily. So I'm... Now, granted, I'm not a 3D flyer, right? So I don't fly around wide open and yeah. hang it on the prop and all that kind of stuff. And I don't think that one's ever going to get... But for sport flying... That airplane, uh, easily 15, 20 minutes what, on whatever size tank is in there. And I think that's probably either a 20 or 32 at the most. All right. I have to go look. So maybe a 32-ounce tank would be good. I though. think that would be plenty. I'm going to make a note of that. <laughs> but if you can fit a 128-ounce tank, you should Have you totally looked in there? That is huge. There is a ton of room in there. It's a lot of weight. That's too, when it's true. Full. I know. Just a huge CG change if you burn it all out. Yeah. yeah. But it's got a lifting rear It'd be rear gradual, stab. though. So you'd be able to trim as you go, which to me isn't annoying. Yeah, I don't want to trim as I go. I like airplanes that fly the same. Okay. Smaller tank, just more landings and refills. I'm cool with that. Well, I mean, 20, let's be honest. Be we're we're going to hopefully 
do glider tow with this mostly. So it's just I wouldn't say mostly. Take off, tow my glider up there, release it, and then you land and and then you land right behind me because <laughs> gliders don't often take that long to land when yeah, you don't have not the right. Mine anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, cool. There you go. We'll pick that up. Twenty-eight ounces is plenty. Twenty-eight or thirty-two. I wrote thirty-two. Twenty-eight to thirty-two. Yeah, whatever you can so find. Like Forty-five, forty-eight, something. There. Yeah, one hundred twenty-eight. <laughs> Give me five gallon. I'm just going to put the five gallon gas can <laughs> in it Ooh, under the five wing. Five gallon drop tank. There you go. Right on the CG. Then you don't have to worry about the CG change. See, I thought about doing some sort of drop on that, like a candy <laughs> oh. drop or something. Yeah, which would be perfect. Right. Totally should. If, like I said, if you look in there, there is nothing Plenty but room. Of room. Yeah. Anyway, so anyway, the other the, so you flew the air tractor. I flew the air tractor. I was going to say the other thing we did, and I'm so excited about this. Piper finally got out. Actually. There was the day before was the first time she flew her airplane. It was nice New mm-hmm. Year's Eve. You guys came out for New Year's Eve. We had yep. a fun little New Year's Eve gathering. Um, and you took her out and you did some flying with her. Yeah. New Year's Eve, a couple batteries. And I think mm-hmm. I think maybe three or four flights I've written down. Yeah, something like that. Because I was able to recharge the batteries at the field pretty quickly on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so she finally flew her AeroScout. Um Talk about a fun I, trainer. What a great airplane. It actually is a lot of fun. I, I like mean, that. it really is. I hate that I like that so much. Yeah, me I too. almost want to get myself one. <laughs> because it... I totally get it. Like, especially watching you fly it, you were flipping it upside down, hands-off flight. Hands that was off Dave. Inverted. Oh, was that, that was you, Dave, Dave that did that the first time. Yeah, completely hands-off, just yeah. straight line. I didn't... I mean, I'm sure that's AS3X kicking in and stuff on it. But still... But that and was for pretty a trainer impressive. that can fly yeah. inverted hands off. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty pretty awesome. Turn safe off. Like we didn't use that at all when you yeah. were training. I just not a big fan of safe. It might myself. be good for somebody that doesn't have somebody to buddy box with, which I can understand that. But yeah. when you have somebody that knows what they're doing, it's more of a hindrance than a help. Yeah. But I tell you what, the wireless training system that is awesome. That is the bee's knees. Yeah. I kind of like that. I do too. It's a very easy, like I said, not having a physical connection between the two people that are doing it is nice. And the ease, like taking or taking back control of it is, it's, you don't even have to give it a thought. Yeah. Like as the instructor, you just move the sticks and you've got control again. I do like that. You're not having to let go of a switch. That is awesome. I love that. Yeah. Like as soon as I see, you know, that, that, you know. The student is in a, a position where they're not going to recover. <laughs> it's just I recover. Yeah. And I don't even have to think about it. I can yeah. let a, a student get really, really low on yeah. an approach before I took it away from them. Yeah. It's it's really slick. So kudos to Spectrum. That is yeah. a really, really slick setup. It's a great system. I mean, I'm sure Futaba probably has their version of it too. But, but I don't have that one. Spectrum, so. they, they did their homework and it, looked, it, it works fantastic. Now, I could not watch... <laughs> I could not watch when you were teaching her. She okay. Tell me your thoughts on it first. Like, how did things go with her? For her age, uh, in my opinion, I thought she did great. Okay. I mean, because like, I mean, obviously, I don't remember when I was you know five years old, but I remember when my kids were five years old, and it was difficult to get them to concentrate for more than a few seconds on anything. Yeah. So the fact that that she would concentrate, even if it was in short. Bursts to me is a plus. Like okay. she, I think she did great for all things considered. I think it was great. Okay, because she she doesn't, and she's told me even since then that she doesn't care to learn how to like fly fly. She wants to be able to do loops and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and trying to get through to her that you have to learn the basics before you can have fun and do whatever you right. want. It's just not quite clicking and that's, yet. And that's the one 
if there is a downside to to making it easy to buddy box, that would be it. Because it's so easy for them to just go, oh, I want to do a loop. And then they do a loop and then the instructor has control again. And then they just get to do loops all they want or rolls or whatever, you know. So I get it. But at, at that age, I think she did great. Like as she gets older and, and matures and is able to focus a little bit more and like go out with goals, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. hey, this flight, let's, instead of doing loops, we'll do loop plenty of loops after we get the basics, but let's just do a basic, you know, left-hand pattern above the field or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I know that's one thing you were working on trying to get with her. And like I said, I just, you would let her get really close to the ground, more <laughs> well, so yeah. than I was comfortable with. Like it was, <laughs> it was, and I, I shouldn't have. To but me, like, it didn't feel like it was that close, really. No, it's like when you have that instant response. Yeah. Yeah, to me it did. So I didn't watch. Like okay. I saw one that got pretty close to the ground <laughs> and I just turned around and then I just kept hearing you say, no, Piper, we're not going to do loops. <laughs> no, Piper, we're not going to do loops. All right, yeah. let's try it again. No, Piper, we're not going to do loops. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, come on, you know, just. That's where you need then. to turn the safe on so she can't do loops. That's actually a really, uh, really good point. And I think I had talked to you about it. I was like, hey, what if we flip the AS3X to the next position or whatever? And then we, it was just like a passing conversation. We're like, eh, well, you know, that may hinder the recovery if I need to take yeah. control quickly but i think turning the safe on might be a, not a bad idea you know what we need to do then and it just now hit me turn the safe on the her transmitter and leave it off on mine yeah yeah that's so I, I you'll have to because right now it's only taking signal from four channels yeah and we can change what signal gets passed through on on yeah. my transmitter and i think that's a good idea yeah. we need to do that. so if we could yeah if we can figure out a way to leave safe on on the her. on the trainer transmitter that way if i have to take it back I don't have it to flip a off. switch or whatever. I yeah. just have everything as soon as I move the sticks. That would be ideal. Yeah. And then I think, like Dave said, go back out with safe on so that she can't do a loop or roll. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, we'll have to try that once. So it'll be boring for up. her, but I know. And if like I said, she just does not like our field. I don't know what it is. Eli Field, she loves that place. But she just getting her out to our local field that's mm-hmm. so much closer <laughs> is more of a yeah, I don't want to say it, it. It's more difficult. Yeah. So, but that was a fun day too because you even got Crystal to fly with you. Yeah. She, she yeah. buddy boxed with. Yeah. You. She, I she twice I got her on the on the sticks and she did great. It's for her first time never flying an airplane. She probably hasn't even flown the simulator, right? No, she flew the the mini vapor here, but that's, that's I mean that's, that's very different. slow and three channel. And I thought she did fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. just, it's hard getting the, when it's coming to you, everything yeah. is backwards. Yeah. And I, I get yeah, and we were working on that. I was, I told her the trick that I used when I was, when I was learning, you know, stick to the low wing. That's what I learned, you know, when it's coming at you. I need to practice that because, well, maybe not. I don't want to put anything else in my mind I got to think of because <laughs> I don't have to worry about that yet. But oh. like, I mean, I know instinctively how to do yeah. it without so thinking should, about it, yeah. but. And the R, I think the the years of RC cars probably helped you with that. Too. Yes, I still think starting yeah. in cars kind it just of gets flips that. something in your brain. To yeah. Go, oh, it's coming at me. I need to turning left is yeah opposite of what you right think it would be just by looking. But no, at it, so. I, I that was fun actually. I had uh, had a good time with those two. Yeah, we'll have to do it hopefully more. This oh yeah, year. for sure. Like I want to fly more. I do too. Than we did last year. That's always my goal. Well, that's going to be a challenge for me, but I'll do the best I can. Well, we could break it down by months, maybe. Oh, yeah, maybe. Oh, no. Well, I mean, we can talk about this later, but the spreadsheets, mm-hmm. I made a small tweak to mine. Oh, did you? So that it may make it easier to determine 
when I actually flew during the course of the year each airplane, if that makes sense. Like if I fly my stick five times and I want to know what days I flew, flew them, my new spreadsheet design may be able to really, yeah, discern that. I uh, now have a spreadsheet. You nice. do? Yes. That's so exciting. <laughs> Date, aircraft, number of flights, notes. Perfect. Hey, that's a great that's start. That's a great start. <laughs> I have five. <laughs> five flights. Nice. That I think I'm at 13 right now. You're so far. 13 right now. I'm at four. So you guys all have me beat. That's not hard if it's only four. Do you count the ones with... Five and a half. Sorry. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> five yeah. and an 5.2, maybe. Well, that was... Yeah, you didn't even make well, a it was a, that, that was a takeoff, but it wasn't... No landing. Yeah, yeah but a it, half. It, it wasn't a full circuit, Yeah, you didn't circuit really make even. a full circuit, so 5.49, maybe. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> do you count the ones... Or no, it's only your own airplanes, isn't it? Yeah. I was going to say, do you count the ones with, with nope. Viper? But okay. If it was my airplane and I was training somebody on my airplane, yes. Would you like to no. have me give that to you before, <laughs> like the day of flight? I will give it to give you it beforehand, to me and then, and then take you it give back it to me after... afterwards? No. Okay. No. Yeah. We're not going to cheat the system that way. <laughs> We're going to have an actual log book here before too long. Before long, yeah. That's what it's going to turn <laughs> I into. I thought about that. I really have. Oh, God. This would be a good time to start it. Because I can be, still cause... remember what... It's only been three days this year. I remember what days and what... Three days. It's only been one for me, so it'd be really easy to remember. Mm-hmm. I say the FAA is going to start mandating log books here before <laughs> yeah. too long. Well, we'll be ahead of the game then. See? There you go. Perfect. Um, so let's move on a little hey, bit. Before we move on, we're not moving Dave, on yet. You were talking about the 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 163. Oh, yeah. uh, you were talking about a fix you were going to incorporate on the next repair. All right. So since uh, we've had some couple of rocket issues, one explosion, which <laughs> there's not much I can do about on that one. But it was so awesome. It was awesome. It was really awesome. Now hold on. Do you think that really was an explosion? The very the first, first one? one was definitely an explosion. Oh, for sure. Okay, so you don't think it no. just gave that It one. was for sure. Okay. Yeah, it definitely, well, it blew the side of the airplane off Yeah. or open. Yeah, the, it split the okay. tail of the fuselage, like, open. Open, open. Like, open. Yeah. Okay. And anyway. then, you know, afterthought on this second one where we originally thought it exploded again, yeah. same batch of engines. Well, Plus, on the first one, you actually found pieces of the engine. Oh, yeah. There were parts of the engine in the airframe. So that kind of gives it away. Yeah. Yeah. But the second one, you didn't find those. No. And yeah. and the video that we saw, you could on clearly the see one. the engine flying off Depart separately. the airplane. <laughs> um, so so awesome. doing some post-mortem on that one, I'm pretty sure that one did not explode. Um, it just literally pushed its way past the stopper and went mm-hmm. through the fuselage. And so to fix it. I am going to, since I have to do some other repairs to this airplane, I am going to cut and put a literal firewall in the back of this airplane yeah. um, to keep that engine from possibly ever pushing its way through yeah. again. If it explodes again, that's going to be a different story. But Oh, it, it's going to blow the back half of the airplane apart if, if it has a solid firewall in front of yeah. it. Yeah, it's just going to be shrapnel. But this way, it's not going to be able to come forward at all. Will you try to key that... I'm going to take and cut a slot. Yeah, there you go. Okay. And actually slot in a real firewall. I like it. Since I got to do repair damage in it. I like it. Cool. I just wanted to go back and go over the fix in case anyone else that's listening has one of these things. Has the same issue with unintended explosions in their... Hopefully we'll do a Facebook search or a YouTube search here in 
a few months and we'll see other people with the same issue. You I know, have be done better video. <laughs> a lot of Estes rockets over the years and I've never ever had one explode. Yeah, that's crazy to me. I've never seen one. But I got on the internet and started reading and there's Oh, it's happened. It's happened. It's, okay. Uh, the it's E happened. engines for some reason are the ones that tend to explode from what I've read. Oh, lovely. Uh this is a C, so it's not the same style engine, oh, okay. but uh yeah, there it happens. It's just apparently I've been super lucky all these years and never had one go bang. Well, the first one was there was definitely a difference. Like in the in the first one that I witnessed, that was definitely an explosion. Okay. Like I mean it it was a very very loud pop, yeah. not a not a hiss leading up to a pop. It and an a, orange fireball. Yeah. I mean, there was a fireball in the second one, but that was just exhaust. I'm pretty sure from the the motor the, going that we, out that we got on the video. Way. Yeah. yeah. But the first one was was a bang and a very large. See, now glowing. I really wish I would have seen that. I know. That I one. wish I would have been recording. I, yeah, I totally oh, well. missed the boat on that. But anyway, that's thanks. still. I, I like that. Be a good uh, repair, I think. And I think after that, probably be smooth sailing. Yeah, I think once we get through, and I got one more engine from that batch, and I think I'm just going to throw it away. Well, I was thinking maybe you could light it on the ground. Just well, see how it goes. <laughs> Rig up some sort of a dummy mount on the ground or whatever and light it off on the ground. I've done that in the past. I can just basically put it in a vice and light it off because, I mean, they don't push that hard. Yeah. There you go. So, yeah, we'll just put it in a vice and put it out in the yard and watch. Watch it do nothing. I'm going to watch my, I'm going to, if you do it, I'll show up with my phone and record it because that fireball is pretty amazing. It is. Yeah. I don't think it'll explode. I think, I think it was just a fluke on that one. But since these were from the same batch. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Speaking of Crystal Flying, by the way, yes, I bought her a kit. It's a willy-nilly's kit. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do you remember, I'm sure you <clears throat> do because you lived it, but she was <laughs> trying to make, after we recorded the last episode, she said she couldn't quite get out exactly what she was trying to say, and she was trying to make a comparison between building airplanes and puzzles. Mm. She doesn't want the thousand-piece puzzle. My hands are doing the air quotes. Air quotes, right. Um she wanted something more along the lines of a 500 piece or less or less to begin with. So I thought the willy nilly's kits are probably a good start. They're smaller airplanes. Mm-hmm. They're all tab lock, yeah, easy to assemble. Fairly, yep. So that will give her the basics, I think, for actually putting an airplane together. Yeah. So she actually, we were talking about colors and stuff and I showed her the oh. colors I had and okay. she was all excited about doing different colors. Of course she wants pink. She wants a pink that's a sparkly pink. Oh, well, of course. Why would you not? Right. Of course. Um, Of which I don't have any. So I told her that, you know, we were going up to Ryan's this weekend, and she's like, well, I think I want to go. And I was like, "Uh, we don't have room this time because we have a full car. We do. So I think what we're going to do, if she stays as excited about it as she has been, is we're just going to make a trip, the three of us, me, her, and Piper, up to Brian's probably in two weeks from now. Um, that way she can see, and I'll take a picture of what they have there, and she might just tell me to pick one up when I'm there to save the the trip for her, because I know it's not super exciting for her, <laughs> but it'll be interesting to see what he has and yeah. kind of go from that way. So yep. we'll see. It should be fun. Yep. yep. Yeah. Sparkly pink. I like I'm it. I'm just sparkly sitting here mulling pink. over sparkly pink. Yeah. Well, well lucky, lucky for her and you, and everybody that builds willy-nilly's kits, they're small enough to where you could probably cover them with vinyl. Oh, and I you can, thought about And vinyl. you can get Cricut vinyl. I happen to know because we got a Cricut. And yeah. Well, I, I have sparkly pink. 
yeah, vinyl. Yeah, they make it. I mean, you can get it at well any place that sells cricket. I was going to say that was the stuff. other thing I told her too is we could if she, if we didn't find a color she actually liked we could cover the airplane in white. Oh yeah, and then and then you could trim. add the vinyl yeah, sure. however you want on top of that. And you want a contrasting color. You don't like sparkly pink sounds wonderful, but when you see a whole airplane covered in sparkly, well, she pink, doesn't want it all. Probably not. Yeah, wonderful. She doesn't want it all sparkly <laughs> pink. And when we were looking through the stuff I have, I have the sparkly blue, which she liked, and the silver, which she liked, and I was like. Those are two of the worst colors to try and put on an airplane without anything else in order to be able to see it. So we'll see what color she ends up going with. And it might not ever actually get done. We'll see. But we'll have stuff here mm-hmm. for when she feels like it. Are you going to go ahead and buy the power kit and all that stuff too for it or just Amazon stuff? I don't know. One? I really need to look into what. I guess I've never built a plane that small. Let her, well, you. Oh, that's right. You, you've got that other one, though, right? Didn't you get another Willie? Willy yeah, I've never kit? finished putting it together. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So I've never fully built a plane that small and actually put the electronics in and got it to fly. So I don't know exactly what size motor that takes and all that stuff. So I, I just need to do some research. Maybe I'll buy them off of him. Maybe I'll get them off of Amazon. I don't know, but we'll, okay. we'll see. I know they're not very expensive, yeah. so it's not it's not going to break the bank on anything. Yep. Well, maybe, good for her. I'm excited get, like, for her a, to get started. See if we can fly down on a 4S5000 or something. Yeah, that that sounds about right. <laughs> Hopefully, she doesn't inherit that same tendency. Uh, she probably won't. Um, <laughs> so, with Lori, or with I got ahead of myself with Crystal talking about I building. Did. did Lori ever finish the ARF? She did. She did. Just in the next. Well, actually, so we got it. We had our New Year's Eve get together. She actually finished it that day, like New Year's Eve. We yeah. She glued with my help. I had to help her. Because she'd never used RC fifty six before, and it's the canopy glue. Yeah, it can be runny, and you got to be careful with it. So I helped her, but she did it. Yeah, um, she actually glued the canopy on, and we taped it in place, and then we came out here for New Year's Eve stuff. Nice. So yeah, that was the last step because the CG and all that was already done, and we, you know, she had already installed all the stuff. So it was ready to fly. It was ready to go on New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, but she had to go to her folks for New Year's, and she wanted to be present for the maiden. And that canopy glue, RC-56, takes a while to cure. Yeah, so. sometimes Especially more in cooler than... weather that we've been having. Right, yeah. right. So, But it it was 100% ready to fly. I even had it charged in case she changed her mind or whatever. And wanted you to do it without her? Yeah. Nice. But uh, no, it's completely ready to fly. And she, uh, I, I went over it uh, with a fine-tooth comb and um, everything is square. All the hinges are nice and secure and Good. Um, all the bolts and stuff are loctited that need to be loctited. No, she did a good job. Good. Great. We'll have to have her on and talk about yeah. building it and see what yeah. she thought of that whole process. Yeah. For her first uh, for her first ARF uh, assembly, I'd I'd <laughs> say I'd say it was fairly typical. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. Good for her. So, she actually finished. I'm proud of her. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So now we'll probably after flying the Aero Scout, um, I might be in the market for one of those too if she decides she wants to learn to fly because this the, the Easy Sport's probably not a good first airplane. You know, but yeah. with the tr- way the trainer system works, it probably wouldn't hurt actually. But true. Um, but the Aero Scout is just super, super convenient. It is. It's yeah. smaller. Yeah. It goes it's together electric, so easy. You don't have to worry about the starting and yeah. the tuning and all that kind of stuff. So, so is she going to possibly fly it with you? Do you know? I hope so. Yes. I didn't know if she wanted to be there to actually fly it with you on the maiden or not. Well, she. I don't think she really has a a, a burning desire. Either, yeah. Either way. Okay. Okay. She's not as excited about it, obviously, as I am. Right. Uh, but uh, she did mention that she would like to see the maiden. Now, whether that means she would also like to get on the sticks, we'll see. 
but I'm ready to do that. Like I have a DX8 that we can set up the same way we set, you know, yours up. So easy. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if she wants to be on the sticks, I'll be completely ready for that. And I hope she does because... I'm excited for her to. Well, good, good for her. Too. I mean, and she should try to fly it first flight. I mean, I think that would be a fitting end to the story. Yeah, at least nudge the sticks. A at little least, bit. yeah, right. At least yeah. be on the sticks for yeah a little bit. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, I'll try to talk her into that. I will too. Next time I see her. Perfect. Which hopefully will be at the field sometime soon if it comes yeah. up. We'll see. Crazy weather. weather. Weather will tell. So. Yeah. Um, What's next? Other thing I did. Printed the uh, motor mount for the Ultrix 600. Remember I told you oh, I yeah. had one break on me mid-flight? Yeah. Uh, Got one right here. They look really good, actually. Well, I gave Dave a set yeah. because, well, he, he has, has one, one, too, yeah. so he might need to replace them. Mm-hmm. Just looking at the original one and the new ones, <laughs> oh my I, God, I can't yeah. imagine the difference in size. How's that going to fit in there? But Fits fine. I already have one in mine. I thought about switching both of them out, and I still plan on doing that, but I it was late last night by the time I got it on because I printed it last night, and then I was excited to see if it fit and go of through course. all that stuff, and then it was it's like... It's massively bigger than the stock It is one. a lot bigger. It's a lot stouter. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's a lot thicker where it needs to be thicker, so Yeah, I don't you're think, definitely not going to break I don't think one. that one's ever going to break unless you crash. Yeah. I mean, like, I could see it if your motor gets knocked hard on something. Right. But just um, flying through the air like it happened the first time, no way. It's yeah, uh, a it's a good upgrade. Yeah, and it's on Thingiverse. Just search Ultrix uh, motor mount, and you can uh, very easily download it and print it on your own. Jeez. That's, that's one of the first huge things. Difference. Yeah, that's one of the first things I actually easy. printed on that printer. Very easy. Yeah, like the the software and stuff that came with it, um, pretty much sliced it on its own for you. Oh, really? And there's not a lot of setup. You just put the resin in, push play, and it does its thing. It took an hour and ten minutes to print all six of them. And it doesn't matter. Oh, I could have I could have done, like I could have loaded the build plate and done probably, I don't know, 20 of them, and it still would have been the same time. <laughs> because a lay, it doesn't take any longer to print layers, no matter how much is on there, like it does oh, with I an see. FDM printer. With an FDM printer, it's got to touch every single yeah. area that you're printing. Whereas with this one, it's just light that just shines up and solidifies it with UV light. So That's yeah, pretty, pretty neat. Little little uh, elephant's foot. I got to try and figure that out. But smoother a too. It's Did you see this and stuff? No, that's straight off the printer. Well, I mean, it's it's smooth. technically it's not straight off the printer. So well, you, you sanded s- this part. I didn't sand anything on that one. Really? Yeah. This is way smoother than anything that's come yeah, off of your Oh, yeah. Printer. There's no lines. Yeah. No. And that's actually not even its its finest setting. Wow. So that's that set of 0.05 millimeter layer height, and it will go down to 0.01 millimeter layer height. And when height. you talk about elephant's foot, you're talking about this right here. Talking about it looks the very like it's bottom. Been, looks like it's been set on a hot pan and melted. Yes. That's what it looks so like. that's actually the top. Oh. Like, I, it's, I know it's this is bad audio because people can't see it. Oh, but when I you print you. with a with a uh, resin printer, it prints upside down. Oh, okay. So that, what you're holding up that looks like it's the base, would have mm-hmm. actually been the top, and that's where it holds on to the, uh, the, the plate. The plate. I got you. And so... Just looks like a little bit of flash. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Not a big deal. No. On a bigger part, it would be even easier to work with. And it depends. I mean, there's ways to fix it. I just, I have to do some research, but I would prefer to have prints come off just perfect at the beginning and not have to touch them. 
But when I pulled that off, the next step you have to do is you kind of wash it underwater because this is a water washable type uh, resin. And then after it's washed and dried, you cure it with UV light for about a minute. And that's completely done, ready to go. Really? Yeah. It's awesome. Cool. It'll be very handy. Yeah. And that is way more solid than the stock E-Flight mount. Like I said, Thingiverse. Go search for Ultrix motor mount if you need one, and you can print your own. There you go. Very nice. Nice. Okay. I also updated my chargers. All my Spectrum chargers, they came out and said they had updates for. Oh, You can update the firmware on them. Ah. Very easy to do. Like, I was scared at first because sometimes that can be more difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, I mean, it was was really simple. The one that came with Piper's Airplane originally didn't have the software, I'm sorry, the firmware, in order to charge the Gen 2 batteries, Hmm. but the new firmware... Now it will charge Gen 2 batteries. So well, that's kind of nice. Yay. Good deal. I mean, I don't like the like whole how you said that. The firm, but, yeah. like, it's all over my head. Like the smart it's, charger stuff. I mean, it's it's awesome, but it's all over my head. It's the software that runs whatever it is. Like firmware is just a piece of software that runs in the background, from how I understand it, and that's what you work with. Okay. So it just changes how the hardware works with different software. It allows it to do new stuff. New things, more things, different Perfect. things. Yeah. That's all I need to know. <laughs> I but probably it's, it makes of, it mo better. Mo better. Oh god. I probably ought to look and see if my transmitter's up to date, because I have not done that in a while. Uh I don't think they've had an update on that for quite a while. Yeah, okay. So mine still is. I know there's at least a couple of DX nine updates, but I'm mine works just fine. I'm not messing with it. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. But I always like to have the the most up-to-date firmware within reason. Like, if it comes out that day, I'll wait to see if anybody has problems with it. Yeah. But there's no reason not to actually keep it up-to-date. Yeah. There are changes that it's just good to have everything fresh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. You guys have anything else? Did you want to talk? Can I Can I talk about this? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Do we got time? We we have however much time we want. <laughs> well, I don't want to bore all of our listeners. And I forgot there's something else I want to talk about after this too. So go on. Okay, so I'll I'll try to be quick. Um, I don't know if like so on our Discord server, uh, we have people from all over, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, a discussion came up about some of them are being told not to fly uh, by their by their governing organization, like their version of our AMA. Which prompted me to to do a little research and uh, on the internet, well, from what I could find, um, I don't know. Can I say it? Say what? Mac. Talk. Can I talk about Mac specifically? Or I don't know why not. Okay, so it's 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 public knowledge. It's on the internet. I don't know if it's public, but it's on the internet. You can find it. It's supposed easily. To, it's can, supposed to be hush hush, but right. they're they're not doing a so, good job. Yeah, of I'm not. It hush, I don't want to get anyone in trouble, so I'm not going to yeah. like talk about any names, you know, specifically. But Mac the governing body for Canadian modelers, okay, mm-hmm. aero modelers, um, they have told their members to not to suspend flying activities outside. So what that equates to is the AMA telling all of us no flying outdoors. Yeah. Ground stop. That's it. Everything. Yeah. Exactly. You can fly inside. But, I mean, but yeah, all, all to include drones, all outside model flying Suspended until further notice. Yeah. So if you're a member of Mac, you are being instructed by Mac 
to not fly your models. And they're not, they can't tell you for how long either. Yeah, that's three part that gets months me. Like, I understand. Well, no, I shouldn't even say I understand because I don't understand what the whole point of it is. But, like, if there's a stop, it's one thing to say, okay, we're going to resume at such and such a time. Yeah. But to have this be an indefinite thing, yeah. that just doesn't fly with it, me. It, uh, nice. I see what thank you mean. Yeah, thank you. Um, so there, there's there, there's reasons, of course, that they're asking all of their members to do this. And I, I'm not going to, like, get into, like, super-duper detail on it, but um, apparently it has to do with clubs that were approved to fly in airspace that they're technically not supposed to be flying in. That was the rumor I heard, too. That's what I heard, right. And that's what's kind of floating around on the on the Internet. Um but regardless of the reason, t- to ask your entire membership to suffer because of a mistake that they didn't make, to me, is wrong. For a paperwork snafu. Right. Just as yeah, wrong. Yeah, I mean... Let's, you know, let's... Now, granted, I'm not Canadian. I don't, a? I don't know how the, you know, how the Canadian government works and how the... True. How the community-based organizations like our AMA, how they you know, how they interact, interact with, with yeah. federal organizations. But surely there's a different, there's a better approach than making all of your, 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 all of your membership stop flying their models, which is why they joined your organization to begin with. I guess my point is I don't understand what good that is going to do. I'm, according to what I've read, um, it is a, it is a show that the organization, in this case, MAC, M-A-A-C, can control their membership at will. And to demonstrate <laughs> that, no, 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 that okay. this is this is, no. this is their idea that they can control their membership to the point that where they can show the federal organizations that, yeah, we, we have complete control of our membership. If you tell us we need to do this, here, here, look how we how we controlled them. Then, if you tell us we have to do this, we we can totally accomplish that. And that's how they that's how they interact. It appears with the that's total. That's so not how it happens here. Boy, do I have a problem with that? Yeah. Oh, I do too. I like I so many so many wrong on so many levels. If you ask me, I mean, I'm I feel bad for our for our Canadian friends mm-hmm. uh, right now because they are being told by the organization that's supposed to be protecting them that they can't fly their models anymore. See, I'm curious, like, once again... Outside. Not Canadian. Right. I don't know the Canadian mindset on how all this all this happens, but yeah. what percentage of people are actually going to listen? Yeah, I mean, there's, uh, again, if you do some internet research, there there are, I'm using air quotes like you did earlier, consequences to flying, you know, in, uh, what was the word they used, um, in defiance of this order from Mac... Uh, there will be disciplinary, again, with the air quotes, disciplinary action for their membership. Um, yeah. I. You're kicked out of the what, cool boys club? Yeah. What they can do, I, you know, specifically, I don't know. You know, we have, we have the FAA that governs all of our airspace, right? Mm-hmm. And they have a outward appearances. They have a pretty good, or I should say the AMA has a pretty good relation, working relationship with the FAA and they're working together, right? They're not, they're not forcing that on the membership. You know, we have, yes. our organization has a... Behind the scenes. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't appear that Mac has that, so they're just making their membership take the brunt of this, which is wrong. I, I Yeah, I guess I never looked at it that way. I, I can see where you're coming from. 
Yeah. So it's a weird, weird. It's a thing. strange. Well, here in America, we're not really accustomed to being told what to do. Yeah, you tell us what to do, then we say no, 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 no. <laughs> Hold <Exactly>. on. <laughs> There's a lot of pushback. Yeah. So maybe, maybe you know, in the in Canada, maybe they don't have the the lobby power that that yeah. or, you know, like we do here, you know, like the AMA lobbies for us. Yeah. Um, which is why I'm so happy to give the AMA my membership every year because I don't want to do it. You know yeah, I mean? I, there's no way I would. So, right. Um, and for the, I mean, I, I have no reason to believe that the FA or the AMA doesn't have my best interests in yeah. mind whenever they go and speak to the federal, you know, agencies. So, well, yeah, because you know what? I mean, with AMA stuff, if all RC flight, you know, ceases in the United States, then they're kind of out of business. Well, right. I mean, really, yeah. that's that's what they do. That's their, yeah, that's. Yep. point of existence. Yep. I mean, that's, so that's what, what they do for us. What uh, what will happen in Canada if people decide, okay, well, Mac is telling me not to fly my airplanes. Well, I'm just going to cancel my Mac membership and just go out and fly my airplanes out on my farm anyway. I know I'm in decent airspace. You know, I'm not breaking any, you know, airspace restriction laws. Not or endangering lives. Yeah. Well, but that's... So like, I don't I, know what the, I don't know what the consequences could potentially be. I don't know anything about... Is this Mac trying to just save themselves or is this Mac really yeah. looking out for the interests of their membership? Well, and see, that's, so that's the problem too. Like, I don't, I, we we're talking about this, like we have any clue. We really don't know what's going no, on up there. No, Um. So preface it by saying that, like, I don't even know, do they have the 400 foot rule where... You're fine no underneath. Idea. Like, I don't know what their airspace is yeah, considered there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, what's what's the difference here legally between me going out in my field and flying a UMX airplane that, I'm going to be honest, I probably don't go more than 200 feet in the air here. If that. If, here, yeah, that's yeah. at most. Like, I really don't fly above the treetops with most the smaller the time, ones. Yeah. Um, so what's the difference between me doing that here and somebody in Canada doing that? Yeah. Out in the great white north where nobody's around yeah. for however far it is. Yeah, and they're exactly. also wanting to put a gag order on their members. Yeah, and that's the other thing. I, I didn't know how much about that I could talk, but... Well, you found it, it online, if so... You, yeah, and, and if we're you not read, in Canada. And if you read into it, the, 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 the MAC is also telling their memberships... Don't talk membership about it. ...to not talk about it, especially in a public or on social media or in a public forum or whatever. It's like, not only are they telling them, hey, stop flying... But don't tell anybody that we told you to stop flying. Yeah. It just seems, it's just, it's just really odd. I mean, you would think like you would want to say, hey, look, we told everybody to stop flying. We're not flying. Here we go. What can we do about this? As opposed to, hey, why is, why is nobody flying anymore? <laughs> oh, they all quit. We don't have to do this anymore. You know, we don't have to worry about yeah. supporting the hobby. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's a weird, weird situation. Yeah. And I don't think we're going to hear the end of it anytime soon. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't sound like from, from the stuff that I've read, uh, which is not a lot because there's just not, not a, lot a lot out, out there. there. Um, it, it's apparently it's, it's, it's some sort of agreement and fix has to happen between NAV Canada, which is their version of the FAA, and MAC, which is their version of the AMA. Yeah, that does. It sounds to me like they're they're not like they're butting heads or talking the against. same language. Yeah, yeah. So, which is unfortunate. I feel bad for all of our Canadian uh, listeners and and. Flyers. flyers. Well, not not fellow flyers anymore. I guess. Well, yeah, <laughs> model builders. Model builders yeah. at this point, yeah, because they can't fly their models, which is it's just weird. I'm shaking my head. If anybody can see me in disgust, I I can see him. Um, <laughs> I'm just hoping the AMA slash FAA doesn't get this bright idea to do that to us. 
Well, yeah, and, there's that, a, there's and that's a, the other thing. I don't think I don't think Nav Canada told Mac to tell their membership to stop flying. That's the it thing. Doesn't I, seem like it. I that couldn't I've read. find that anywhere. Yeah. So it's, this is something that looks to me. Mac came up on their own. Exactly. Two and, guys are sitting in a closet going, <laughs> yeah. you know what? Let's just stop everything. Yeah, let's for now. make let's see this, how it goes. Let's make us look good to Nav Canada so we can get what we want, hopefully, in the future. Let's, let's see how far not, we can push people and see what we can get them to do. That's just so not how it works yeah. here. So thank well, you, I, AMA, for working yeah. with us and not putting us in that position. Well, I think there's a big difference in membership, too. Yeah. Like, if I it's, I looked it up when this happened, like if I remember right, there was a little under 10,000 members yeah. in Canada of this, and I think... I want to say 160,000 or so for AMA. And I'm not I could sure. be completely Mac off. may not be the only modeling organization in Canada either. I don't really know. There might be. Yeah. Remember for a long time we had the, what was it, Sport Flyers Association? Sport Flyers, yeah. Was. So for a while we had two organizations here I didn't in the know States. that. I've yeah. heard rumors of Flight Test doing something now too. Oh, really? Okay. Well, they're, they are going to be a CBO. They're actually, from what I've heard, they're recognized by the FAA oh. as a CBO. Oh, cool. Um, same as the AMA. Um, so, well, like, what that actually means, I don't know as much as they have their own set of rules that kind of match AMAs, mm. and that's kind of what they want people to fly under there. So as long as you're flying under a CBO, federally recognized yeah. CBO here, yeah. you're okay. Yeah. So, so there's not going to be a lot of CBOs by that. Right. Speaking of CBOs, um, did you read the latest AMA magazine? There was a nice little, um, at the beginning there, there was a, well, actually there was more than one. A couple of the different editors, they actually touched on the on the CBO and the free is and all that kind of stuff. So no, I did not catch that. Yeah. So um, the AMA, it appears, is going to apply for free for all the fields, so the fields don't have to do it for themselves. I maybe I'm wrong, but I thought the fields still had to ask the AMA to do that for them. Uh, well, or is that I, automatic? I think it's automatic if you're oh, okay. an AMA sanctioned club. It. it from what I read, I mean, it sounds like the AMA is going to take that information and create the free for you. Okay, cool. Free for you. Well, that sounds like their job anyway. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, one last thing for the for the clubs to have to do for themselves. The clubs can continue to focus on doing club stuff, which I think is awesome. Flying and so, yeah, yeah, and not government regulation. Yeah, <laughs> having yeah. fun with the hobby. That's the yeah, point, right? Exactly. So yeah, Flying thanks for enjoyment. thanks for indulging. I just wanted to put that out there in case anybody had uh, had heard anything. If and if and if I'm you know, spreading bad information, please uh, let me know. Hit me up on uh, Tom at rcplanelab.com. And oh, I was going to give it, so just in case you didn't. Oh, I got it. <laughs> so send your complaints too. Yeah, there you go. I, hey, I uh, I check my Zoho email every day. So, yeah, if you send me something, I'll read it in a few days. <laughs> but you'll get it right away. Yeah, I'll get it. No, and that's, yeah, I mean, we want to know what's going on and not spread yeah, we. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to encourage anybody to, to share if they're not comfortable sharing. Right. Right. Um, but but uh, if you have clarification, yeah, if, if you need to set me know. straight on something, then then feel free to do that, and I will definitely uh, broadcast a retraction if I have to. And not just on this topic. No, absolutely any not. Topic any whatsoever. topic. At all. We've been wrong before. We've been oh, called man. out before. Oh man, that's part of being yeah. human. It's part of being the public eye. Yeah. So what, pro- like projects? I just finished a project. Well, I, okay, so I wanted oh, to say. Oh, I, yeah, you had something okay. you wanted to say and before. That's I, kind of in the okay. same project right. type area. So if you remember when Terry Dunn was on, he yeah. talked about um, his labeling system for airplanes mm-hmm. to where he would print a small piece of paper with some information on it, 
and laminate it uh, in like a little badge size, one of those clear lamination yeah, things. And like then an actually, ID holder. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. And then actually use a uh, rubber band to kind of keep it on his plane. Mm-hmm. So I started doing that with couple because i only had three of the patch things here at home <laughs> just sitting around so i i started on it i've got one right here uh-huh and i think it looks it looks cool it does but i question for me what information i should have on there well so everybody that's listening i'll tell you what ron has on this one this one is for the lazy bee which if you've been uh, following on discord and also our facebook channel you'll know that he just recently rehabbed it finished. and finished it which by the way sorry i hate getting off topic but i with the lazy bee i was so proud of myself i re uh you know i made the battery tray that's mm-hmm. up front now compared yeah. i really don't know where the battery was in it before because up front to get the weight angled yeah it was weird like for them to get the cg right apparently they had literally bolts that were just Epoxy. epoxied in yeah so anyway that's all been cut out with the battery there it's actually balancing right on the main spar. I don't know where it's supposed to be. I'm assuming right on the main spar. But it balances there. Pretty no safe, counterweight though. anywhere. Nice. Not a single half-ounce bar had to be put on Excellent. front or back. I like that. I'm proud of Yeah. Like, that was complete luck. Yeah, I like not having to add weight. But that worked out. But I had to add weight to Lori's. Anyway. So, anyway, I'm looking at your Lazy Bee uh, mm-hmm. plain ID tag. Mm-hmm. You can call it that. I wonder if um, I should number them. No, anyway. It's labeled. It says it Lazy right. Bee on it. Why would You're it right. need to be numbered also? Like form number one, oh, airplane number two. And it, go on. You're right. So the information that you have on this one, <laughs> you have the transmitter, which, duh. I copied a lot of this from Terry. Oh, well, Terry probably has more than one transmitter. Right. Um, you have the battery and the specifics of the battery, the, the cell count and the capacity, uh, and also that it's whether it's a LiPo, lithium-ion, or what have you. Uh, the connector, okay, um, and you have the CG location, which I think is, um, well, I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, the flight time, your expected flight time, eight minutes on this one, and then a little section for notes. So you could take like a, you know, a dry erase marker and, or a grease pencil or whatever and make Just like Terry it. did. Yeah. Just, yeah, exactly. So the question is, what information should be on there should be on it. and what information should not. So I've thought through a little bit on these before. Mm-hmm. I think the radio can go away I agree. because everything is going to be on the IX-12 right now. I agree. Anything right now that's yep. on a DX-8 is going to be transferred over the IX-12 before I fly it again. Mm-hmm. Battery, keep. I, I think like that's, that. I think that's especially for guys like you who have a lot of batteries, I think that's that should be on there. Connector. Maybe even keep. Okay. Connector, eh. no. I but I that. have some of the same, and maybe that's on me that I need to change them out, but I have some of the same size batteries on Dean's and on XT60. Um, yeah, you need to change that out and just go, go straight. Okay. Like all of my batteries are Dean's. And that's why I just gave you an extra Dean's thing. I cut off exactly. something because I don't need that. And, and I that, always travel with an XT60 adapter. adapter. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I never yeah. So if you've got an adapter, you can b- borrow your batteries to someone else, If you, you know, whatever. But I think you need to universalize your connector situation. So you can take that about, off of here. What about when I get into bigger airplanes that need something special that okay. an XT60 won't handle? So an XT90 then? Yeah. I, I use you, typically two. I use the, the Dean's T-plug, mm-hmm. um, and I use XT90s on the bigger stuff. Yeah. So are you going to use the bigger batteries in other airplanes? <laughs> 
you need to ask. Maybe I'll find oh, a small well, yeah, airplane that's, that's true. that I can fit a six cell. Okay, so you make a sixty to ninety adapter for smaller airplanes. Done. You don't need to. I don't think okay. the the connector needs to be on there. Dave, what we'll do you think? Ditto. Okay. We'll see. I, All right. That's one. That's one I might leave on. Okay. I mean, it's your idea. It is. Tag. You're just looking for input, and I that's am. our input. That's fine. Okay. Next. Flight time. That's going to vary so much depending on the battery and how you're flying. See, Your transmitter will have that countdown timer built exactly into it. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was just getting ready to say that. But would it be good to know just really quick, oh, I can get eight minutes on that airplane just looking at a tag sitting on it? If there's room. Based just, on your so-called standard battery. Yeah, I'm just trying to well, think. Well, but I already have on there what battery it takes, how big, and all that kind of stuff. So I know what battery it is. But I got some I fly on an 1,800 milliamp battery, and I also have a 2,500 milliamp battery for the same airplane. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't do that. I don't change them out very much. I'm cheap. <laughs> well, I get that. But, like, the, the air tractor is now only going to be flown on the bigger battery. Just because I like how it flies. Thoughts? Time is questionable. Yeah, I, mm, yeah, and I don't need to know how long I'm going to fly. I just, generally speaking, for me anyway, uh, I'm struggling to get to the end of the flight anyway. Like either I'm getting bored or I'm getting worried about capacity or whatever. I mean, I know I have a countdown timer and all that, but did I fly this whole flight at full throttle or did I fly most of it at half throttle? Can I go a little bit past my timer? You know what I mean? And see, that's the other thing that makes me really like the new Spectrum stuff that has. Yeah. The built-in telemetry. Well, yeah, like the the twenty channel one that I have actually will tell you how much since last charge, how many milliamp hours you've used out of each battery. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you can just cool. swipe on the screen and say, "Oh, well, I've used a thousand milliamp hours out of here, so I'm good." Yeah, that's pretty you know what I mean. Yeah, so right. I most know. of mine five to eight minutes is about normal. I know with the F-15, it's three minutes thirty t- seconds. That's <laughs> it. it. Yeah, take off and get ready to land. So flight time. Eh, I, I probably wouldn't have it on mine. Okay. I would make the notes section bigger and get and eliminate it. There you go. That's, yeah. Notes are very valuable. You really think, think so? Well, you oh, have yeah. the whole back you can use for notes, Oh, that's too. true. Now, does it have, like, uh, settings for high rates, mid rates, low rates? What I mean, I got some airplanes that I prefer to fly, the elevator on high rates and the aileron on low rates or whatever. I mean, sometimes okay, that, that seems to me. Okay, so this, this could go down, you know, a, a wormhole, too. But... For me, if if I like to have different rates on different channels, like if I fly, let's take my stick, for example, the big stick. I like to fly that at full rates unless I'm trying to learn how to, you know, you know, do a, a nice, clean four-point roll. I don't need full rates for a nice, clean, smooth four-point roll. I set my flight mode switch up to set my rates. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I, I, I don't, and that's my bad. Oh, okay. I mean, a lot of people I know use I just, one s- switch for all your rates. Yeah. I've always flown elevator on the left switch, yeah. aileron on the right switch, rudder on the bottom right. Oh, I see. So, yeah, you're flipping two switches if you want to have two. Two or three, rates. yeah. Or three, yeah. So I, can, I fly... Most of my stuff I've got set up so that mid-rates is where I fly. I got you. Uh, Low-rates I hardly ever use, but maybe if I give it to somebody else yes. to fly for a second. Yeah. Uh, and then at high-rates, um, like the Tundra. I don't like flying it on a high-rate aileron all the time, but if I want to do a nice flat spin with it, it needs that extra high-rate, yeah. so I'll flip it into high-rate mode. Why wouldn't you just add uh, Expo to it and then just have it always have the ability to go high-rates, but you don't have to... Some people don't like, I don't like Expo. fly it that way, yeah. Okay. I'm not a huge expo. Fan. I, I mean, I like a little expo, but to dampen something out, 
that much. That much, I, I'm not real fan yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah, well, well you, you can, can also change the curve you can. on our radio. You I don't can. know if you could do it on like the DX8 or, oh, or the 9s and all that kind of stuff too, yep, can you? You can. Yep. So if you, you know, you can change how you actually have You that. also got to realize I've been doing it this way for the last 30 years. Well, that's so, true. Yeah. Well, the the flight mode switch I just started using like within the last couple of years. Flight mode switch is my flap switch. <laughs> well, you can you have a DX8, right? And 9, nine. Yeah. You can assign that switch to whatever you oh, want. I know. But, but I mean, if you're used to a certain switch, I... I I get that because I'm a creature of habit too, um, but I set my flight mode switch up on the left. You know, the one that's easiest to get to with my finger on the front. Um, and if I like my stick, if I like to fly it at different rates for different types of flying, I like to be able to just hit that one switch and know. You know, on the middle section, I'm going smooth. On the high section, I'm going crazy. On right. the low section, I'm setting up for landing or whatever. So once again, that's all kind of a personal preference. Yeah. Setup. So I'm not sure if the rates should be on here so much as a note. I like to fly this on low rates or whatever. Yeah, and that's the thing with I me. Can. Sometimes I wonder about the airplanes I'm taking off. It's like, do I like this on mid rates or high <laughs> rates? I can't remember. Right, and that's where I think this would come in very handy, but you have to have the discussion to know what to put on it. And yeah. I don't think you're actually going to know what to put on until you, until you use it for a little while. Use it a little bit, yeah. and then whatever notes you put on there when you go back and forth to the field becomes what goes on to a final version. And actually what I would do on this, instead of having your little square notes section here, mm-hmm. You got an entire blank yeah. back. Yeah. Put notes that. on the back. Yeah. Yep. Then I got to print on two sides, though, if I'm... Well, just write like on the my... back because you know that's where it's going to be. Well, yeah. but my thought was, like, notes, once I actually know... Because that's... I mean, those are so cheap to, to print and redo. Like, if I know... Speaking of, like, the switches and stuff, if I know that I want to put that under a note, I'll print another one. After you make that note of the field, print another one, just make another yeah. final version. Well, and we talked a little bit about, you know, switch assignments and things like that. I try to set up all of my airplanes so that the switches do the same thing on all airplanes. And the IX-12 has made that. Even I could do that to some degree on the DX-8, but the IX-12, you can assign every switch. To anything you want. You, can, there, you have complete customizability, customization, whatever. Um, so I tend to try to set everything up so that this switch does this function on every airplane I have. And that's why mine is set up. Yeah. For the most part, there are a couple, the F-15, I got a, a the uh, air brake is on a switch that's a little unusual. Uh, but all of mine, the switches are all set up across the board exactly the same. So I didn't even have to think about it. Yeah. I know that bottom right-hand switch, I don't know what it's called. That's my air, my uh, rudder dual-right switch every time, every airplane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can, okay, I can see that. Because I know like the Ultrixes are set up differently for what you go on or the... Uh, AS3X versus safe versus all that. So to turn that off is different for each one. Yeah. But same you can program the, that. Same with the UMXA10. But yeah, I guess yeah. I never thought about you actually reprogramming and reassigning yeah. switches yeah. on it. That's probably a good idea. There's the occasional oddball in the system, but for the most part, they're all identical. And that's yeah. where the pre-flight comes in, right? Like if if you have the flaps set up on this switch on this airplane, but it adds, it's on this switch on another airplane, you'll catch that. If I mean, you may not need it on a note, on the front of the airplane, you'll catch that on your pre-flight because you do that every time, right? Well, you do a pre-flight, but you're not necessarily going to know what if you're in safe or if you're oh, well, not in safe, just having it sit there and running through the controls. So I've got caught out several times flying Ed's airplane because he always set up his flap switch on what I would use as the gear, as the gear switch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was constantly dropping his landing gear, <laughs> trying to put the flaps down for him. Yeah. Or raising the gear, as the case may be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's... I think there. You're right. There's a lot of good information that can go on those, but a lot 
needs to be done behind the scenes in programming for each airplane before I get to the yeah information, like the final version of what those are going to be. Right. Yep. And it's just a, another extension. And it'll be, yeah, and it'll be user preference, right? Yeah. Like what works for you may not work for me or what works for me may not work for you or who knows, maybe we arrive at the, ex- I'm probably not going to use these to be honest. Oh, you don't have, <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I like the I, idea. I, I think it's a great idea, but I don't have that many airplanes. I can pretty much, the ones I fly a lot, I remember. Well, and see, the problem most. is I want to fly more a lot. Yeah. So I, I can't remember everything about every airplane. I mean, even if there was only 10 of them, I couldn't. So, so is he saying us older folks have better memories? That's what it sounds I'm saying like. my memory is terrible. I admit it. I'm fully throwing that out there. I know. Yeah, mine's so not great either. The yeah. only concession I've found making for myself is I will write 4C, 3C, et cetera, inside the fuselage. So I remember, oh. I, rem- I always remember what size battery goes in there, but sometimes I can't remember the cell count. I never do. It's like my, uh, my Radian. I couldn't yeah. ever remember that stupid thing was three cell or four cell. So I wrote three cell in it. Yeah. My handy dandy spreadsheet. That's, yeah. You know, there's a lot of information I could just put on my spreadsheet. And, and I'll be honest, I look at my spreadsheet before I get my planes ready for the next flying session. I, I usually do. Yeah. Like I, so I usually, I have notes on almost every airplane. Well, I do. I have notes on every airplane now. What's going to sound bad is I actually use that to decide what I'm going to fly next. Because I don't remember. I don't think that's bad. Because I don't remember everything that yeah. I have no, I to choose from. And that, I mean, I'm not saying that, but you know, You've like. You've got too many airplanes then. No such thing. <laughs> Just no teasing. such thing. I'm teasing. Because that was the N other plus thing. plus one, right? That was the other thing. After our last conversation where I said I want to be net negative this year, mm-hmm. I keep looking through my list. And I'm like, well, that one's not mm-hmm. costing me anything. Why would I get rid of that? I, I yeah. like this one. Why would if I you remember, I wrote it down. Oh, what? Quote. I'm getting. This was from the New Year's episode. I'm getting rid of planes next year with the intent to make the list more refined and then net negative. So I said that <laughs> without being fully informed on what was on my list. And what's today's date? <laughs> yeah. How many days has it yeah. been since we're backtracking? Yep. And we're getting ready to go to Brian, so I can imagine he'll be plus I one. Do. Well, I hope to be, actually, because I want to get the erratics <laughs> if he has it in stock. That is my plan. That's the only one I plan on coming home with if he has it. Start the year off. He plus did a one couple weeks minus. ago. Okay. What didn't? What did you mention before we started this? You said something about you got something new. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't what? have anything new. What? What was that whole thing then? I don't know. If I told you to wait, we could talk about it on here. You said so, something about two. So, yeah, Bob, uh, our friend, my friend, our friend Bob. <laughs> our friend Bob. Well, he's been on the show. Our friend, my friend, our friend. Um, but I, I do a lot of stuff for Bob, um, and I don't mind. Uh, I volunteer, but he always insists I take something for the stuff that I do for him. Um, always. Like, he never just lets me do something for him because I want to, right? He's always, he has to... What did you get? No, that's fine. Tell your whole story. So, no, that was it. Oh, okay. um, and he's going, he's <laughs> going to gift me uh, another airplane for working on the... Uh, if you've been... If you're on Discord, you'll see that I've been working on an Aerostar and I'm covering it in the Cardin Yak colors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I finished it and... He, I'm going to deliver it to him tomorrow, and he's going to give me a a Seagull Booker Jungmeister, which is a biplane. You'll hate it. No, I don't hate it. I like that one. Um, but uh, I built one of those for him, uh, well, actually for his uh, grandson. Uh, Years 19, ago. 2018, somewhere around that time frame. Um, it's a really cool-looking airplane. It's an intimidating airplane to Maiden because Seagull had the CG wrong in the in the manual. 
Um, but once we got that figured out, uh, it was a great flying. Anyway, so yes, I'm going to be, as soon as I take delivery of that, I'll be plus one. But so are you, well, I don't remember exactly what I said that my goal zero. was. Zero. Net zero. I think zero. Net zero, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm planning on getting rid of a few. And so you want me to fly you something? <laughs> You'll be down one real quick. I think the goal would be maybe to sell it or something. Yeah, Dave, to get will some you money? Will you fly that uh, that Great Plains Spirit Ultimate Elite or whatever that sailplane is? I hate that thing. The what? Fly that for me. God. That Great Plains. And I'm not that bad of glider. a pilot. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> the, yeah, the the non-powered thing that we. That, oh, that Roby Sport thing. No. No, no, no. No, that's the Hobie Hawk. Oh, the Hobie Hawk. I'm going to find a home for that, I think, too. Um, that's too bad. I like that airplane so much. I but do it too, flew like red. Yeah. And it probably it's set up. And if I spent time, which I don't have, on it, or it one. would probably be okay. That might be a good one, though, to tow behind the Telemaster. Yeah. But it would require a lot of work to fix it, I think. And there's not a lot of room to put a tow release in that one either. We found no, that, by the way. So, so. Um, anyway, yeah, that Great Plains Spirit. Elite, I think, is what it was called. Yeah, that's not really a glider. That's like a hotliner kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird. Have you seen that one, Dave? I don't think I have. It's a uh, Great Plains. Is that Spirit powered? Or not Elite. Powered. It's non-powered. Non-powered. That's what I thought. Yeah. And it's just. I mean, it's it's up and it's, it's down. It's flat wing. I mean, so <laughs> there's no like dihedral no or anything like that in it. Nothing. No, it's a it has flat. ailerons. It has ailerons. In They're it. very skinny. Yeah, the wing is just. And it's not it's very like long. a hotliner. Yeah, I would call it a. I'm not a glider guy, but I would call that a hotliner. It's like a fast type glider that's not a lot. It would make it would be good, I think, on the slopes. Like if you were, it's more of a sloper than a thermaler. I think so. Probably. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't have the nice high aspect ratio wing. Yeah. It's a very. Anyway, there's a fly. difference in soars and gliders. Yeah, you could fly that one for me, Dave. All right, bring it out. <laughs> oh, that means we have to freaking walk the whole. The uh, oh yeah. Line and all that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll wait till we have a. A tow plane ready to go. We'll, we'll tow behind the truck. <laughs> mm. You could do that. That's not a bad idea. Wait till it hardens up at the field a little I bit. I say, how long a runway do we have? Well, that thing's like Thousands 1,500 of... feet, isn't it? I thought it was longer than that. Is it? It might thousand. be. Anyway, plenty. Yeah, plenty room. Interesting. Hmm. Right, well, the center spot that we have is 600 feet. Oh, And well, there's there another lots and lots on each side. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. you and I are going to both be net one. For the year so far, and that's and then net two after we build. Oh gosh, that's right. I know. I've, I've, I think I've given up on the net zero <laughs> or net negative. We're not even through January yet. I know, but we have some <laughs> stuff coming up. Or if we're going to be going to Toledo, uh, yeah, that's awesome. Okay, <laughs> that last. Well, Crystal's not here now, so I can be honest with you all. <laughs> like, no, I'm kidding. I She's said not it on the Yo, show, Crystal. so I can say what I really mean now. I said it before. I didn't realize how many more planes I got last year until I had to clean the basement up to put a Christmas tree up, mm-hmm. and we still had planes stacked in multiple locations down yeah. here. So yeah. even as I look around, there's planes So which ones? Everywhere. Well, I don't know. Did, what did you want? Did, did you hit the thing you hit? Yeah. Okay. All right. Which so what airplanes what? are you are on the chopping block? Any of them? Yeah, but no. Yeah, but no. I mean, like, there's a bunch of small electrics that it's just like, once again, they're small. They're not costing me anything. It's not like they're, they're up worth. Room. It's not like they're Some. worth a lot of money. Yeah. So it's not like I'm going to be getting anything out of them to where it's worthwhile to get rid of them. But like the small stick, it flies fine. Oh, that it thing was flies awesome. But it's 
I mean, I have other ones that fly awesomer in the same ish area. That's true. So, I mean, I'll give you that. Um, and there's a few more in that same type of size thing that just aren't exciting, exciting airplanes, but they're still good airplanes. So, why get rid of them? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't know. I, every time I go through my list, I think about getting rid of a couple, and I'm like, but I don't know if I want to. Yeah. I, I, I do the same thing. So I, I broke out the spreadsheet. I made a few changes for 2023. I don't have my list in front which, of Which, so. you know, you'll, you'll see that when you log into Google Docs. You'll see it, I'm sure. But um, I added a tab for 2023, and the 2023 tab is linked back to the 2022 tab, and it auto-tallies, and I wrote some formulas. And it was pretty cool. Oh, I say I didn't do in, ta- that's in a, Excel. That's a good idea. I should have done that because I did a whole new <clears> spreadsheet. Oh with no, twenty three to twenty three tab. Oh man, yeah, I might see. have to redo mine. Okay, so yeah, I was looking through my spreadsheet, thinking of okay, if I'm going to be net zero for the year, I'm going to have to get rid of some because. Can you remember that? Okay, just a quick question because I don't know if this is possible. I already have multiple tabs on mine. Can you have like a tab with tabs in it? That makes sense. Can I have like a 2022 spreadsheet that has four tabs and then a 2023 tab <laughs> that opens up another four sub tabs? I don't know. I've never tried that. I may be completely wrong, but I think you can do that in Excel. Well, and I don't use Excel. I use Google Docs. Oh, That's um, the other yeah, thing I don't too. know at all. All right. Sorry. Uh, I've going. never done Google Docs. I don't know. But anyway, in order to maintain a net zero, because of, well, now I'm going to be net two and I haven't even tried yet. Um, so I'm looking down my list as to what can go. And yeah, I, I have a, you know, I'm fond of all of these. I don't want to get rid of any of them. I know what you should get rid of. Your yeah. double vision and then sell me your motor. <laughs> well, I that the double vision's not counting against anything. <laughs> so it's fine it's right where it's at. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably, I mean, if I'm honest, I'm probably going to get rid of the pits. It's not as it's not the airplane I was hoping it would be. It's a great airplane. I'm yeah. not saying it's not, but if I'm going to fly a big biplane, I I'm going to fly that Dave Patrick Ultimate. And see, I don't like the looks of that one as much. Oh, I love that airplane. It's very seventies. Well, you don't like it because of the color, right? Well, I don't like the squareness of it either, or the oh. triangularness of it either. I like 90s, the pits rounded yeah. type yeah. look better. I, I I'm not disagreeing. Still, I mean, I like the way the pits looks, but too many wings. The way it flies, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It didn't. I just didn't fall in love with it like I thought I was going to, um, because I fell in love with the looks. Yeah. Right. So there's yeah. one right that I can get rid of. I'll probably get rid of my my T34, the yellow one. I don't need two of them. I've got Dave's. You know what I'm saying? And Dave's is is, in my opinion, it's in better shape than mine, and it has flaps. My, Only I it was mine does nitro. Oh, that doesn't bother me. No, it does me. Um, so apps made a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fun to play with them. I just, you know, I don't need two T 34. So that's, there's two I can, you know, I can probably get rid of. Yeah. I'm not going to get much for my T 34, but I can, you know, whatever trade, whatever. Um, and then one of the few good running evolution engines that's ever, it's the only, (laughs) it's the best running evolution (laughs) on the planet. Um, and then, yeah, there's like, and then that great Plains glider that I, not a big fan of. That's it. I mean, that's three. So I have room to buy one more for the year, <laughs> which mm. might be easy for me because I'll be gone a good portion of it. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I'm not assuming I don't crash I'm, any. I was going to say I'm finished committing to anything. I think. <laughs> who knows? All right. What's that? What's what's left on the list? I think that's all I got. All right. 
Cool. Do we yeah. want to talk about? Nah, we can talk about that next episode. Okay. Covering, yeah, you know, we'll the, co- the we'll project I finished. And that's fine. I was just going to talk. We're about getting long differences between yeah Goldberg and I'm sorry Goldberg dating myself. Ultra code, a monocode, and China code, and kind of the differences. Yeah, we can talk about that next time. No Sounds like a plan. Yep. Cool. Anything Arch else? Hey, something to look forward to. Yeah, as long as we remember, make a note. Because I'm not going to remember. Okay. You have a pen, soul. You're not, that's not even right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, thank you for sticking with yeah, us thanks, guys. through this. Uh, I'll talk to you later. I'm Ron. I'm Tom. And I'm Dave. Good night. Good night. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the RC Plane Lab podcast. For topic suggestions, to ask questions, or to give any feedback, connect with us at rcplanelab.com or email us direct at either ron at rcplanelab.com or tom at rcplanelab.com. You can also text us or leave us a voicemail at 818-351-9846. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, may your landings be gentle.